Welcome, everybody, to the AJ Osborne Show, where we focus on our core tenets, impact, freedom, and progress. Join me and others as we grow through education and discussion. Welcome, everybody, to the AJ Osborne Podcast. And today, I have a very special guest. Curtis, how's it going, man? It is going great. It is going great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you for uh, jumping on here. I appreciate your time on this Friday. I'm excited. You know, I I love talking about uh, money. Me too. (laughs) It's, uh, you know. Money, success, winning, capitalism, all of it. You know, it's like, uh, let's let's talk. I agree. I could talk about it all day. So, you know, give us a little into your background here. Where, where are you from and how did you get, you know, focused so much and started the Practical Wealth Show? And what, what drew you to this, you know, wealth uh, concept and, and, and why are you in this game? Yeah. So I, um, I'm from Philadelphia. Uh, so I grew up in Philly, um, went to school in Boston, two years, got mad at my coach, transferred to North Carolina <laughs> and uh, playing basketball. And uh, I actually got into the, so well, let's go back before that. So I'm a, I'm a second generation business owner. Uh, so my family owned a supermarket in Philly. So one of the things that, that helped me look at this field early on was that I never got that go to school, get a good education, get a good job talk. You know, my dad always told yeah. me you never make money work for somebody else. So I, a job was a bad thing in my house. And uh, so I realized the NBA was not looking for 5'11 shooting guards with a mediocre handle. And I got my insurance license during basketball season. <laughs> and uh, I, um, uh, with, a, with, a, with a company that you know, specializes, if I, if I name it, you know, but it was bad term investor difference. But I did that for almost 15 years. Okay. And then I read a little purple book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And it kind of changed my philosophy about what I was doing. Because I thought, you know, mutual funds and max out your 401k and buy term investor difference were the end all be all. And I kind of got a glimpse into a different way to look at the thing. I read a little, another little black book called Become Your Own Banker, which is kind of what I, you know, so, but that got me into my total nerd side of, economics you know pros- yeah. uh, austrian economics mm-hmm. and a creature from jekyll island and then i was obsessed with yes understanding how money works why did i live through four crashes and i don't know why and, people, and, yeah. and you know your wholesalers from new york are telling you well don't worry the market's going to come back i no, no no that's not a good enough answer yeah you know and uh so that that kind of led me to where it's like people are not getting the truth and, you know, so at once I started to figure out how to, because I, for when I first discovered it, kind of what I was starting to think, it was like, a, it was, I didn't have a framework. I just knew some stuff, but I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know how to talk to anybody about it. Yeah. I didn't know what, what, you know, what do I do with this? How do I figure out how to use it? What, you know, and so that was like through the mid 2000s, but I kind of got into, I like entrepreneurship. I like helping people. And so I've been doing it since 1985. I've changed how we do it in my framework, Wall Street Financial Advisor now. But it's it's uh, I've been doing the same thing for a while. I just keep getting better and keep progressing. And when I learn something, you know, because success leaves clues. So I really try to study successful people, the Buffets, the you know, when you look at what they do, what 
what the institutions and wealth, I want to say people do is different from what they teach us to do. Yes. hundred percent. It is like 180 degrees different. And that annoys me to no end. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, so that's that's kind of a that's a long intro, but that that was my origin story. No, <laughs> so. I, I you know I love it, and you you bring up uh, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people when they're trying to understand what's happening within the world around them, right, yeah. which is very much driven, uh, you know, and I like to say it, it, it's not really even necessarily money or economics. It's money and economics are showing us and explaining humans, what yes. we're doing and why we're doing it. And so when you look and like you, when I was trying to understand what is going on, why is it happening, right? It, it was weird to me that basically the way the world works and has always worked too, always, and we're not being taught. It's not being explained to us. And uh, that it, it's like, what's going on here? And why do some people they people say that they take advantage of the system and it's like or maybe we're just using the wrong playbook because no one has showed us or taught us and then you start digging in you're like all this information is completely open it's it's there it's there and and we're just not being taught and so i don't you know it's just so you got but it, it is there see because what people talk about i did a one time i did a video, I had a video on youtube and uh it's people talk about the um the income inequality, the wealth gap, and yeah. the gender inequality gap, but there's there's no such thing, okay? Yeah. Because there's just because we look at the one percenters and the ninety nine percenters, but if there's, I say, look, there's there's an income gap, but there's a behavior gap. If you dig into what do these people think about, do handle money that the the ninety nine percenters do, right? Yeah. And so my my basic philosophy is that the majority is usually wrong, right? So yeah, I just start from that premise, right? Yep. And and so, but those things are learnable. Like, so I speak to a yes. lot of African Americans in our audience, right? So there's a book called Success Secrets of Black Millionaires, and he lays out the traits. He's got Thinking Grow Rich and Black Choice. And so what I tell people, look, you're upset, but you don't know how to play. It's hard winning game. You don't know the rules. Yeah. You know. Yes. We're in a country capitalism capitalism is just a system of organization right that believes money belongs in the hands of the people and you can make yeah. the best decisions with your money yeah. right it's not conagra whatever you think it is that's crony capitalism it's it's uh it's a what's fa high calls it an ever expanding system of cooperation cooperation yes cooperation amongst strangers yes right and so and money see we have all these bad things going on yeah. in our head Bad programming. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, well, you know, money's a result. You, what creates money? I'm speaking to this youth uh, group. These young guys are in this trades program. And I'm like, beating, I say, look, all right, I know you're trying to get into a union, but you better not think like union people. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I need you to get good so you can get these skills so you can make money, but money's a tool. Right. Yeah. And how do you make more money? You got to create more value in the marketplace. Like I make them say every class we go, where's money come from? Money follows value, right? Yes, and so you're, what do you invest in? Mindset, skill set, network, and systems, right? That's where money comes from, specialized knowledge. So you're, if you want to make more money, you've got to create more value in the marketplace. See, I, I yes. think a lot of people, money doesn't come from the government. Jobs no. don't come from the government, no. right? And so, you know, I, I was just, before we called, before this call, I was on the phone with a client. I said, listen, your, 
there's no economy. There's an economy, but you can't control the economy. But you can control your personal economy, which is your production and consumption as a family unit, as it flows through your personal economy. And you've got to get good at that, right? Yes. And learning how to ride that wave. And, you know, Jim Rohn says most people don't have a money problem. They have a philosophy problem. 100%. 100%. So, you know, that's my... That's Curtis on his libertarian rant, but no, I I, I love it. But it's it's too, it, it, you know, I'm I'm right in line with you. And you know, at the end of the day, people are there's so many people that are saying, you know, we have a con that we have the worst concentration of wealth in the history of the world. And you're like, that is simply not true. That right. is not true at all. The, it, the the concentration of the wealth used to all be amongst either dictators, right? It used to be amongst like a church controlled state. Yep. It used to be, um, or an oligarchy. Like it's, that is just simply not true. We have more right. millionaires and billionaires in the United States per capita. Like it's not even close to anywhere else in the world. The The amount is staggering in the United States. How many millionaires we have. It's, it's mind boggling. And you They're, can create it like bad as they're trying to mess up the system. You can still go from the bottom to the top in, in a short period of time, you know, Oh, and, absolutely. And, uh, you know, so that's, you can't do that because we have very structured private private law, the, all of these things, you know what I mean? That, that is conducive to, that's why people tie themselves to rafts to get here. Right. Yes. Or sneak into, there's a reason for that. Right. Yes. And you're bad mouthing it, but you just need to understand the system and be grateful for where you are. Well, and, and two, it's, it's gotta, an option. Yeah. That's the thing that yeah. a lot of people learn. You have the option to do it. You don't have to. It's not right. given, nor is it guaranteed. And the problem with understanding the difference between that and why some people like no risk, right? I want to live exactly how I wanted, no risk. You also have to consolidate that upside on it. And two, that means you're talking about the disbursement of resources and you're trying to guarantee outcomes, which mean it has to be forced upon other people. Capitalism is a form of freedom. Freedom. And that is a very intrinsic portion we also have the freedom to destroy and part of our lives. The freedom to fail yes freedom yeah. to fail freedom <laughs> to destroy your own life right and right. It, it that has to come with it because it has freedom or responsibility you can't yes. you know what i mean and and so nobody wants everybody wants to do what they want to do and they have situational ethics but you have to freedom is not free and one you there's freedom but there's responsibility with freedom and 100%. a lot of people don't want that you they know and they don't really teach it so people are unchurched there they don't have any f fundamental philosophy like do what feels good yeah. to you well you know that's yeah. why i teach what's called principles-based planning so there are principles <laughs> that oh that serve as a foundation of how to live your life how to make decisions and most people are you know don't really have principles even in the financial world they don't really teach principles they teach Tactics. Tactics. Yes. hundred percent. Some strategy, but yes. mostly tactics. Mostly right. Tactics. And so the way I teach it, this principles, principles drive strategy and strategy drives tactics. So a tactic is a product that you buy, but the products that you buy, like it's just say in the financial world should be a result of your knowledge, not a substitute for your knowledge. Cause there ain't no product. I say, ain't y'all that, <laughs> that, that will um, take you to glory. No mutual yeah. fund, no insurance, no, no nothing. That doesn't In exist. In of itself, you have to yes. make yourself rich because one of the things that we say, Jay, is invest 
accepting is not about buying something. It's about becoming yeah. something. It's about being. And most people, but being is work. Yeah. Being's work. And most people don't want to work. They yes. just want to, hey, let me just work and give my money to some fund manager I've never met. And hopefully. Yeah. It, and and too, it's all the, a lot of it is because they right. associate wealth with luck. They yeah. associate it with luck because they're being told that or whatever it is. And they're like, I oh, just lucky. And I'm like, well, that's interesting because only 20% of all the billionaires in, in the, in, in the world, mind you, um, received that through or, or had inheritance or right. rich family right. or anything else like that. So it, that's actually not the norm. It's right. a actually complete opposite of that. And uh, w- amongst millionaires, the year, I think it's even less, but the important like 8%. thing, it, yeah. yeah, it's like mm-hmm. 8%. Mm-hmm. And two, they say, well, we want to get rid of the inheritance tax, right? Or we want to tax inheritance everything. Actually, almost uh, the vast majority of all millionaires that get it from in, in uh, inheritance are what we call uh, middle-class millionaires. That means they still have to work. They're not financially right. free. Right. So you're talking about the vast majority of these people, it's because their parents had a home or their parents had a 401k, Right. And they worked all their lives. And so do you. And that comes now over to you. So there's this perception that everybody gets becomes millionaires uh, or billionaires because they inherit it. When actually the vast majority of millionaires that be, got it from inheritance would not classify them as rich. They, they wouldn't right. classify themselves. They say, right. I'm not rich. No, I'm not wealthy. I got to work. Exactly. Yeah. But yet yeah. they are part of the statistic. And that's one of the problems with these narratives that we follow is when you actually look at what's the reality of what's actually happening and taking place, that's just that just not true. Absolutely. It, 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 like this yeah. idea that Amazon doesn't give back, right? Or that, you know, Amazon, because he's the richest man in the world. Well, you can actually look and see all of the millionaires that were created through Amazon businesses and FBA businesses. After Amazon, we had a huge spur of entrepreneurship and millionaires that came from nothing went on Amazon and built multi-million dollar companies. It's yeah. crazy the amount yeah. of millionaires yeah. Amazon made, not even from Amazon. It just, they gave the, Amazon gave them the ability to create a company. And yeah. you got to look at these things in, to, in total. And you got to say, we don't have safety nets, right? Like a lot of the other countries do. And a lot of people say, well, these countries have great safety nets and look at their style of life of living. I'm like, yes, but how much of that is actually predicated because of a capitalist system that was uh, generated? So when that you look at it, started right. so, yeah. exactly. Yeah, what would Margaret Chapter say? Uh, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money to spend. Exactly. uh, (laughs) Exactly. They're the big tail end of that. And they're benefiting from the other systems and they don't like to include that. They forget why we're getting from whence we came. Yes. hundred. Why do we have so much money? Right. And, uh, Oh, don't get me started. You get me mad now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, me too, man. You're warm up. Well, now talk to me about these principles. We could just go on about this and I have tons of information on that, but I, uh, that's what I don't want to rock. You talk about these, um, as you mentioned, principle based planning. Yes. Like what, what is your philosophy around that? And how are you working within principle-based planning for individuals? So we look at, like I said, principles that help people become and remain financially free. So they're not my principles. They're just, as you, st- you know, rich dad, poor dad, you mm-hmm. look at richest man in Babylon. I mean, you, you look at the Buffets there, you see a lot of common stuff and it's yes. right there in front of you. You just don't see it because you're not looking. Right. And so the first principle well, like I ask people, what, what are your principles? They say, well, yes. hard work. I pay my bills on time. 
And, you know, they don't really have that. I mean, I have a few. And like my old principal I grew up with, you never making money work for somebody else. I've heard that from the time I was seven. So I was told you need to be in business, right? Yes. But our first principle from a planning perspective says that, all right, you got to work and earn. Like when you look at the people that we're, we're talking about, the millionaires, they work. Now they might be working in their business. They earn money yeah. and they save. Yes. Right. So what, so our first principle, now you're not going to get wealthy saving, but you do need to have capital so that you can invest. Right. Yes. And so the first principle is to save 15 to 20 percent of your gross income. So we actually we have a tool called a personal financial snapshot where we measure that, where people are already at on that scale. But we teach them to I call it you need to cap. Everybody's taught to invest, which is send money away from them. You need to capitalize. See, if you have money, opportunities will find you. You, don't have, you just got to capitalize and understand an asset and a liability and learn how to read numbers and money will seek you out. Okay. Yes. If, you, if you have it. Right. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, so that's principle one, principle two, I'll kind of go through them. We can pick them apart. Yeah. One. Principle two is maximum protection. Those are like the foundation. So maximum protection is playing defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's insurances. So it's like you're building this thing and you're investing in building your business. What could happen to derail all this stuff that you're working and I go, well, I guess I could die. I could get sick. Yeah. I said, you could get sued, mm-hmm. right? You yep. can have a fire. You could be in an at-fault accident. You you know, and so yep. now when you look at it, so when you look at maximum protection, then it's, you know, you, need to, you know, most people are, are like, for example, uninsured, underinsured yep. with like auto and homeowners, not having the maximum coverage. Like that I said, look, need. you're going to be, if you knew that there was going to be a fire at your house next week, you know, would you want, you want half your house back or you want the whole thing? So you want to make sure you have full replacement costs on the property, right? You want yeah. to have loss of use, you know, you want to, and so you have to look at all your stuff. And so a lot of people don't really know, they just are shopping on price. They don't really know how the protection things work. And so we made people slow down because what I found with like, when I work a lot with real estate investors and business, they, they're, they're so busy, what I call blowing and going, they don't pay attention to the little stuff. And you don't want to find out that you shouldn't be doing business underneath your social when you get sued. Cause now it's too late to create an entity cause now it's part of fraudulent conveyance, right? So you've got to get your LLCs, your trusts, your, you know, your life insurance. You got to set all this stuff up when you are not sick or when you are not being sued or when, so that's maximum protection. So you want to ensure insurance is to indemnify you, which is to make you whole. So you got to set this stuff up when you, when you don't need it. Right. You yeah. can't buy insurance when you need it. Right. So you got to look at this. So we go over that with people. Third principle is what I call legacy. I want full replacement of assets at death. And I teach people, you want to create a legacy of wealth and wisdom. Right. Yes. To go with the wealth. Right. The fourth principle is liquidity. Right. So a lot of COVID proved the need for that. So I want 100%. six to 12 months of liquidity. Now, if you don't need it, guess what? That's your opportunity fund to take not advantage, but they'll say take it back. I think they're the right word right now, but of people that didn't have an emergency fund who went under that you can either loan money and bail them out or buy their business for pennies on a dollar. Right. Yeah. So you got to have people say, you know, dry powder, so to speak. So you want to have liquidity because stuff happens, you know, emergencies happen, opportunities happen, but if you don't have any access to capital, you can't take advantage of it. Okay. And so we've been trained to not do that because we tie our money up for 30 years and 
yep. you know, qualified plans and uh, give uh, the opportunity for these entities to take advantage of opportunities because we're told basically in so many words, all the marketing out there says, give your right? Because you're yep. not smart enough, don't have the time to yep. train the person you manage your own money, give your money to us. And then the fifth principle is velocity of money, right? Yeah. And so, which is an economic principle. It's not an investment. It's just that, you know, when you look at, so there's two schools of thought. I'll hit this real quick. So when it comes to money, there's what I call the accumulation, where they teach buy and hold, dollar cost average, get out of debt, you know, modern portfolio theory, portfolio yes. rebalancing, all that stuff. But it's 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 based stock market based, and it's based on the fact, the assumption that the market always goes up. Yes. Okay. But if you look at if you took a corporate finance course or you look what institutions do, they don't do any of that stuff, right? No. They focus on velocity of money. So I told yeah. you, watch Shark Tank. What does Mr. Warren for always want to know? How soon am I going? If I give you this half a million dollars, a million dollars, how soon when am I, I getting my get money back? back? Mm -hmm. With friends, right? Yep. And so he wants a return. He wants cash flow and equity, right? Yes. But he's getting his money back. So you get your money back. You're what's your risk? None, because you got your money back out, and then you put it into another deal. That's velocity. That's what rich people do in yes. the real estate. If you're a real estate investor, that's called the Burr method, right? That's yep. that's the velocity of money in real estate, right? Yep. And so you have to do that. You know, you want liquidity. So you can find assets that generate cash and it focuses on cash flow, not net worth. It's more because you can't eat equity. Yep. Okay. 100 percent You, you want pay leverage. Mm -hmm. Right. And and so that's the difference. And so it's beginning to think differently. But see, the caveat is you've got to want to be in control of your money. That's why I tell yep. you investing is not about buying, it's about becoming, right? And so while you're getting your foundation in order, you also should be reading, we teach people to read a book, two books a month, right? One on money, one on like your skills, negotiation, sales, marketing, you know, the things that specialized knowledge that cause revenue to come in. Yeah. And so those are, that's an expanded version, but those are the five principles. <laughs> no, I, it, that's awesome. I love that. Um, you know, it, it have, you, have you read uh, um, Principles by Red, Ray Dalio? Part of it's based on that, the principles part. I'm not finished it yet, but I'm about halfway it, through It's it, a yeah. wonderful book. Yeah. Um, and I think what you bring up is a, a really important piece, I think, when it comes to overall wealth and financial. And you talk about this idea of principles and giving, because um, I'm big on frameworks. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, in our businesses that I own, run, and our investments and everything, a lot of people expect there to just be this pathway, this one, two, three step, or you got lucky or, you know, somebody, that's not how it works. It right. Things move, things change. We have to adapt. We need money to use in different ways and opportunities come and go, right? So what we have to have is we have to have frameworks that guide our actions, that gives us ways that we've defined in which we operate and run. And those frameworks are built in by those principles. Yeah. So we have underlying principles that make up the base of what we believe. And then we have a execution strategy that is more yes. defined around those frameworks off those principles yes. that says, here's how we're going to move forward. Here's how we're going to get to the goal. The goal is not guaranteed. The goal isn't a for sure thing. And as we move forward, our principles don't change, but those frameworks in which the strategies are built around do. So this 
may not work, right? Right. So like these principles that you talk about and that, you know, wealth and velocity of money, right? And the different principles of income and source generated and all these different things, depending on your goal and what you mean, those don't change. Right. right. The principles don't change. The strategy may change. The strategy may because change. Because as Ray Dow says, listen, if you don't have principles, then every time something comes at you, it's like experiencing it for the first time. Yes, right? exactly. Right? And so now, all right, I've seen this before. Here is what we do when this happens. So yes. you've got a basic framework, or as Jim Rowe would say, a philosophy, right? Uh -huh. About when stuff hits you, all right, we're going to do this. And, and this is what we do in this situation. This is what we do to protect ourselves from inflation. Here's how we profit from inflation. Here's yeah. how we, you know. And so that's where I, I, I layer in understanding economics. I yes. had a, a, a mentor, Nelson Nash, said, if you know what's going on, you'll know what to do. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so most people don't know what's going on. So you have to, I call it, you gotta, you gotta see the whole field, yeah. right? The whole playing field and understanding, all right, well, all right, we might have inflation. Okay. Well, what asset classes does inflation help? Yeah. It drives up rents. It yeah. drives up real estate. It destroys the debt. So you're not trying people say, oh, I got a debt. You don't need to get out of debt. The debt yeah. will be destroyed. The Fed will take care of the debt for you. Yeah. You know, you need to put, you know, and so, but those are, you know, like principles, once you begin to understand money, things like opportunity costs. Well, and, and two, when you start to understand these things and you start, it allows you to um, think for yourself. So, yes. you know, there's this great thing where they come up and it goes back to what we were talking about. And they're like, did you know that why um, um, wages were stagnant? The wealth, the top wealthiest people in the world or in America, their wealth grew by this amount every single year. And I love that narrative because you go, that's the exact same amount that stocks and real estate rose a year. So that means if you owned any of those assets, you did exactly what the top wealth in the world were doing. Why yeah. don't you phrase it like that? Why don't you say, hey, guess what? Everyone that owned these types of assets, everyone, wealthy right. people, anybody at all, their wealth grew by this much. Think about what that would do to your frame of mind in understanding how to move forward and what you should be doing in this. Right? Like you act like, that it wasn't something that wasn't either all participated by or not. Right, and if right. anyone that participated in those assets participated in the same one. Because you could participate. You, you could. select Like, so yeah. for example, when uh, when they first did, when Trump had the the uh, the, the, the tax cut, right? And he cut the uh, corporate tax to uh, 21%. Oh, all I heard was, oh, you know, the, the tax cuts for the rich and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. You know what that says? No. I said, listen, you're missing it. What that is telling you, the damn corporation yeah that's yeah. what that means yeah you all, know what i mean if all that, taxes are incentives taxes yes. that's it they're incentives it's just the, what's the name um tom we right says the stimulus program right mm -hmm. and it's an incentive where what does the government want done they need jobs they need infrastructure housing right energy they food they need energy <laughs> right so yeah. if you will do that and partner with them you won't you, pay any taxes you because get it too yeah if you want to go and, out and, and buy a lamborghini you're going to pay taxes Yes. Now, if you want to go out and build an apartment building, we're not going to make you pay taxes because you're using the money the way that we need. It's that simple. Right. It's right, not complicated. Now you take the cash flow and buy a Lamborghini. Bingo. Now you have the asset. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. Right. But like right. it's and to, and people we want we want it's they want their cake and they want to eat it too. Like, yeah. well, I hear that they have these things. I want those things doing what I'm doing. But you're, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work right. that way. And that's why when you have these principles that say, no, I understand how this works and I understand how to apply them so I can understand how to reach my goal, 
right? Yeah. And these are, then you can take that education, like you talk about in economics, and you can apply it moving forward. This helps you develop good thought processes around when information comes at me, do I just yes. simply accept, oh, look at this. Everybody else sucked Why the wealth increase grew at X amount. Isn't that unfair? Well, hold on. I can either just accept that and say that's unfair, or I can take my principles and my education and look at this and say, what's really going on in this situation? More importantly, what am I missing and what is right and wrong? Well, it turns out that actually my, my 401k, if it was invested in the stock market, or if I had a piece of real estate or whatever, it all went up the same amount. So actually, yeah. I did the exact same thing that they were doing participating. Maybe I should just invest more money into those assets. Right now you have a yeah, solution. It's, like, it's that simple. You have a solution. Like, so people are so busy stuck in scarcity because they are pitting, you know, class warfare and all this kind of stuff to, to, to you know, put out a narrative out there. But it's really, you know, the, 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 it's more than enough for everybody to have more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to think from a prosperous mindset to get that, but you've got, you know, people wearing dresses, the banquets talking about eat the rich or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, at, at a $30,000 ticket banquet. Okay. And, uh, made by somebody that doesn't pay taxes. Back. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or work. You really got this work. And, uh, let me start. Yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> But then people don't, they don't have principles. They don't have planning. a narrative. Exactly. They don't know right. what to no, do with you, it. They don't yeah, know what to do with it. you got to have a, you have to have a frameworks. And so yes. I tell people, look, I'm not trying to tell you what to think, right? Yeah. I want you to think. That's that's my job yes. in your life. I'm yes. a guide, right? And I tell people, look, I'm Obi-Wan and you're Luke, right? So I'm just letting you know that, okay, you're force sensitive and I'm going to teach you the ways of the force, but you still have to go through the train to become a Jedi. Right? Yes. And that's that's how I approach financial planning. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And and I can just let you know, okay, listen, you need to be more in control of your money. Here are the four asset classes, business, real estate, paper, and commodities. You need to figure out what you like. That's going yeah. to be your, you know, that that the, the path that you that interests you, that you you yes, that well, your what is your fastest path to cash that that makes sense? Like for me, my favorite asset class, I guess to my father's son, is business been real estate, but my business is where I can feel I can make businesses make more money faster than personally. Yeah. Everybody's different. I got well, a lot of my clients, they're big time real estate investors. And, uh, uh, you know, you need to do both. It's not either yeah, or I do okay? both. Yes. <laughs> right. You gotta do Absolutely. both. But there's some people start here and, you know, start, you know, and really if you're buying an apartment building, real estate is a business that could be your business, yeah. but you know, I like what I'm doing. I have a membership program. I've got course, you know, intellectual property because I got a lot of stuff rolling around in my head. And yeah. people have been telling me I got to monetize some of it and teach stuff that I think is like, okay, doesn't everybody know this? And they go, no, they don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I had a guy on my call yesterday. So listen, why couldn't you buy one apartment building a year for the next five years, 10 years? I was like, you're right. Okay. Yeah. And it hadn't occurred to me. And I say that to people, but when he said it back to me, I was like, you know, you're right. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but it's that kind of stuff, but you got, because it appeals to me more because it's like buying a business. Yes. hundred percent. And, uh, so he appealed to my business nature. So, but you got to, as I say, to thine own self be true, but you've got to be willing to do to be willing to go through some frustration. You have to go through, see the challenge is most people are taught to be work processors. Right. Mm -hmm. Go to school, get your case, get a good job. They give you work to do. 
you do it, you get a check every other Friday. Yeah. Right. But we've got to learn, and our country was built for this, for we forgot it, is to be because well, you and I live in the performance economy. Yes. Right? We're, mm-hmm. we're creators. Creators. But that's learnable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just got to want to learn it. You got to learn yeah. certain skills that you got to have to do it. You got to get a certain amount of uh, emotional intelligence. Yeah. You need to get your partner on board, your spouse. Yeah. Uh, it would be helpful. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and it also is, you know, we're meant to be actually, and I think this is really key, is like, you know, it's, the system is set up to be meant that you do the work and then you get paid. So yeah. it, it's you have to create the value to receive uh, for other people to actually receive gain. And that's hard first, because you first, gotta you got to create value first. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means all the work, the time, the blood, sweat, tears, everything else like that has to come in. Now, because of that, the people that do that, we give them very disproportionate sizes of, uh, of gain they tend to get in the economy. But that's because other people wanted it and they got it. And so like, we also live in a world that we don't think, we, we feel like it should be unison. Like I work and get paid. Like it's, there should be a direct correlation to that. Whether I create, whether I have output, whether I do anything, my time is just inherently valuable. And I think that's a disease. Like, why do you think that? Like, why Mm -hmm. do you think that you are just so special that all the 7 billion people in the world that you just deserve things like it's like, no, we need to actually create and have output and there should be incentivized in the world too. And, but people starting out, if I'm going to start out buying a business or real estate, I think that's the biggest hurdle that they get over. It's like, wait, I got to do all this and I'm only going to make how much? Right. I, I mean, I got to take on risk and I'm only going to make how much? Yeah, but th- that's a first, right? It'll keep going right. and, and it's what right. it could be. And it's going to be, and like, I, I can't make that. I can't do that. I can't make that sacrifice. I can't do that. I, I make three, four times that at my job or whatever that may be, right? Um, and it's an immediate thing. And it's like, that's fine. And that's okay. And I'm totally fine with people doing that. It's just the realization that I'm getting paid exactly immediately for time without necessarily input or creation. And I'm giving up what that end result may be or that upside. And once you put those, like you talked about framework or principles, nope, you work first, you sacrifice now, you save and invest, and you reap the rewards in the future on output. Like if that's your principle, that really changes in the way that you look at what you do. Well, I'll actually go work for a startup and I'll make a lot less, but I'm going to get equity. And then that startup, if it's successful, I'll also reap the reward, right? That's a totally yeah. different mentality. Yeah. Totally I, different. I'm excited. Young people kind of are starting to get that. They are. In, in spite of their Marxist college professors, but mm-hmm. the, the, that's uh, true. the uh, I got two kids in college now and it's like, every time they come home, it's like, all right. Okay, no, sit down. That's not how it works. <laughs> Deprogram. I your professors. <laughs> I got to deprogram you here. Yes. I need you to read cash flow quadrants again. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need, what's the other book uh, where A students work for C students and B students work for yeah. government? Right? Yeah. I'll read this. Read you know, this. I need you to get your mind right. Understand okay? the and, reality and, of how the world works. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, what does it have to do with financial planning, Curtis? Everything. Everything. Okay? Everything. And that's and, the thing. Uh, it has everything to do with it. You're talking, because what you're talking about in the baseline is principles. If, you, yes. if you, those are screwed up, what do you expect to achieve? What do you expect? If you don't understand how you need to approach things, if you can't make those kind of decisions and your framework is that I should receive 
right? I shouldn't have to do, right? Or that you're you're tricking yourself into saying, oh, I'll just do the standard 401k mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. everything like that. Then you're just going to get that standard result. It's and don't funny. Complain These about are it. how my client meetings go. Uh, you know, not because I'll, every meeting I'll rift into this because I really am trying to get them to unlearn what they've been learning. Yeah. hundred percent. Because I, because if you're not otherwise, then, you know, you need to go ahead and keep listening to Dave. That's going to tell you you can get 12% mutual funds, whatever. Right. Yeah. And just give it up and max out your 401k because see, if you believe that, see, if it's like Simon Sinek's book, start with why. So, you know, yes. why then how focus on the, what sort of the products, but, and so I look for people that believe what I believe. So I'm putting out there what I believe, which is principles-based planning. And that, that turns some people off. That resonates with people. Yeah. I'm looking for my people, right? Well, and, my- and, and you're empowering people because what you're doing and what I love about this, Curtis, is you're not saying, oh yeah, I'm going to just do it this way and it'll be fine. You're not lying to people saying, this is the exact model or anything. You're saying, I'm going to teach you the foundation and how to build the life Right. And these are the realities of the situation. So you need you can take these, though, and apply them. Let's say we go into a recession. Let's say we're in an upside. Let's say you're in a bad market, a good market. Let's say that you move cities, that you're part of a company that failed. Whatever. You can take everything that you've learned and apply it no matter what. So it's not just life handing you a bad card. It's not just, right. well, I didn't get it or it didn't. Curtis said it would work out this way and it didn't work out this way. So it's wrong. No, you're teaching them how to deal with situations for long term to enhance their own position. And that's really what people need. And that's not like a two meeting process. No, I mean, that you is know, not. You're, you know what I mean? It's, no. it's it's like my initial when I take people through are the five principles. That's like a um, just to lay the foundation and figure out where they are. And it's, it's like a five meetings. Yeah. And then we have check ins. Uh, uh, and then we review it every year. Then I do Saturday, like kind of live masterminds. And I have like a membership program where I, you know, and I'm interviewing people and we have the podcast. So I'm trying to like block out all this noise yeah. and kind of keep you engaged because I always tell people, look, it's your money. It ain't Curtis's money. Yeah. So it can't be more important to me than it is to you. Yeah. So I'm going to show you how to think. Here's how stuff works. You know, what are your goals and what's the best way for you to get from point A yeah. to point B? And again, here's the thought process. Here's, here's, you know, how you think. I want you to think, not tell you what to think. I mean, that's that's hard. They wanted people, because people, my, the question I hate, what do you think I should invest in? Yeah. I don't know. I don't don't, even know what you meant. On my first initial console, what do you think? I'm I'm thinking about doing this, this, and this. Okay. Well, I'll go, well, uh, what's your goal? Oh, I got Bitcoin, I got this, I got that, I got that. Well, let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about, if I were to say you want, is it a, some, a goal in your life to become financially free or I'll say financially independent? They go, yeah. Tell me what that means to you. Oh, I want to be debt free. Oh, I want to assets. Oh, I want to have a business. Oh, they, and they, they have, they don't, you know, I'll tell people, see, and they, it's hard to reach a target you don't have. Yes. Right. Yep. And so it's like, let me help you. So this, I use the Jim Rohn definition. This is my favorite one. Being able to live like you want to live from the income from your personally invested assets. Yeah. Without your labor, without a job. Yes. Right. Yep. So now once you say that, 
you see how that kind of puts blinders on you, you, you kind of, there's certain things that don't do that. So you don't go off on the tangents because you're focused on, I need passive income greater than my expenses. And if it doesn't generate cash flow, all right, you can invest for capital gains, mm-hmm. but you can't eat equity, right? So you yeah. can do that. I'm not saying not do that, but is that take you where you want to go? The shortest difference between two points is a straight line. So once you focus in on that, now that narrows the field for you. Yeah. So you don't run off into different tangents. And so I don't tell you know, again, business, real estate, paper, commodities. Yeah. But out of those, what has the ability to generate a check without your labor? Yeah. And so that's about as much as I runway I give yeah. I give them. Now we got to and you gotta and you gotta research those. Yeah. Now what we both do in our shows, what I do is is all right, so here is I have a whole library of three years worth of podcasts where I'm talking to people in all the asset classes and you got to find something you like. Yeah. It's a self-discovery part and not every single thing is right for every person. Right. Um, And that's a really hard thing to get around because I think as people, we just want answers. We just want pathways forward. And when you're talking about life, it is not like an educational system where I am given the answers. I take a test. If I can regurgitate the answers, I win. That's not how reality works at all. It's a creation process that involves failure, that involves understanding and placement of opportunity with resources and skill set. And how your opportunity, resources, skill set, timing are is going to differ for other people. And it's about putting these together to solve problems and create opportunity. And that's different. It's different for everybody. And so even if you did an exact way or an exact method, right, you, you won't yield the same results. And also not only yield the same results, but you're probably missing out on much better things for yourself. And anybody that just says, oh, well, nope, you do this and that's going to work. It's just not true. Yeah, it's not. And so you got to, so many people want an easy button. So they fall for that because they're looking for easy and people will sell you snake oil. And, you know, part of financial stuff is people, well, I want to, they'll teach like well, financial literacy in school, but they'll teach you how to read stock charts, right? Yeah. Literacy is accounting. Yeah. Okay. It's building to read numbers. The numbers tell a story. So you got to be able to read your numbers and understand budget, what they mean. Your cash flow management. And because if you can't manage your household, you dance or can't run a business. And if you can't run a little business, I don't care if you're doing Mary Kay, like, you know, you, most times you need to get in a, a side little hustle like that just to learn the skill sets that you need without coming up with a lot of money. But then as an investor, you are like where Kiyosaki says, or Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter <laughs> says uh, <laughs> the, uh, that you, you know, eyes look for good bees, right? From the yes. cash flow project, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, because you know a good bee when you see one, because that's how you got to the eye quadrant is by being a good bee, yeah. you know, a good business owner. Yeah. And so there's, there's, and but the thought process is different on each side of the quadrant. A lot of times I'll have my kids read it and I'll say, oh, listen, because if you know where you look at the cash flow project, you know, ESBI is when you hear people talk or you look at a politician on TV, you can see where they come from. Right, how their ideology, where yeah. you know, are they employee, are they self-employed, are they a mm-hmm. B and I? So if you look at a lot of the people, you know, the current administration, all E's. Yeah. Right? Previous B and I's. Yeah. Right? So their philosophy is different. Yeah. B and I, you know, and yeah. a lot of, and and so you see the world differently. Some people sell their soul, but you know, 
Yeah. And so now, so what happens is you got to look at that and says, all right, well, how do they but think? Too, not, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's so important for no. people to understand <laughs> this framework. What you're talking about is the frameworks yeah. in which they the see things. Yeah. And so when I'm hearing something from somebody, and this is so important, like you just said, identify what their framework is coming from. So if I'm hearing a professor say something, they are coming from basically a government ran sponsored program where they have yeah. tenure, they're guaranteed output doesn't matter, right? They don't have to work full time, everything else like that, that they're, they're re just simply giving information. They get all the control and power and they get to control essentially the outcomes, right? I'm not saying this is bad in any way, shape or form. That is the word. If I'm dealing with a salesperson, that's talking about what should happen or how we do it. This is a highly incentivized salesperson that has paid off output. I know that his views on things are going to be very, very different. Yeah. I, I, I got to do to eat and, and you go down the line. But if we don't understand the people that are telling us or trying to build, like you said, what their framework is when they view the world, their solution to solve it or their solution for you, not that it's skewed, but it just may not be anywhere, shape or form applicable to you. Right. Right. And that's very dangerous. And so you have to know that. Like you have to, I was trying to teach my kids, you got to know that. And then you got to pick your coaches. You got to pick your, who you listen to. And my yeah. pastor said, listen, you know, everybody has their self-interest. So, and they have a viewpoint about the world. So, you know, if, if somebody comes to power, all right, what is their philosophy? Are they mm -hmm. ESB or an I? And how do I either align my interests with where they're trying to go or, protect myself from what they're trying to do. Yes. Right. And then it, but it also will open up opportunities. So you have to see the world where that's, that's, you know, it's always going to be opportunity. So, all right, we're going to move the green energy. Okay. That's, that's a play. All right. So yeah. now let's, I want to invest in that because they're going to give me still the tax breaks. And, you know, so you gotta, you can't, you have to be what I call ag politically agnostic. Yes, right? absolutely. And, and, um, you know, we have our viewpoints, but it's like our, from a, as a, as a business person, investor, I don't have time to be, you know, marching around and, you know, no wealth has nothing to stuff, do with you know? politics. Yeah. It's nothing. And, and if it does, we're all in trouble. The end, money it, goes like, to where it's, what's the word? Respected. Respected where it's deserved. And yeah. if it's not, that is due to a forced circumstance, which is a politically forced circumstance. That's why in general, I, or not, it's not a political thing. This is not a political right. thing no, when you're talking about money. This is about yeah. you creating value, improving your life, and using principles, right? Like that is just in general. Politicians don't save us. They don't make right. us think. They don't right. do anything. And that is one of my guiding principles. I don't believe a president, no matter who they are, what party, it doesn't matter. They're not there to save me until take care of me. And we right. fool ourselves in America to think that these presidents that give all these promises that are going to get up and like, what are they supposed to do for you? I'm always like shocked by that. I'm like, what, what that guy right there, hey, you think that your next four years is going to be incredible or what? Why? You still have the job right. you hate. Listen, you live I in the place you hate. All the time. Like, you know, there no, you know, the previous president, you know, they, I, my wife, they, oh, he could walk on water. So listen, politician. So to me, if you want the job, you're suspect. <laughs> oh, that's another story. But the, you know, the thing is, is it's, it's nobody. One of my themes of the show is this is my dad's um, favorite song. It's a James Brown song. It was like, I don't want nobody. Give me nothing. Open up the door. Yeah. I said, I didn't say door. I said, dough. I'll get it myself. <laughs> so that's all you. Yeah. Yes. You know, you want, I want to level the playing field. If you show me the rules, Curtis going to win. 
Okay. Yep. And uh, uh, that's all I need to do is, is, and so my dad was completely like that. He was like, um, what do you tell me? He's like, he's like, I like Nixon. I, I made money with Nixon, right? Because yeah. Nixon wasn't like trying to be all pro civil rights. He just put stuff out there for to go get it. And so my dad was early 30s, young entrepreneur in a supermarket business. And he ran through that. He ran the play, he ran through yeah. that door that was open for him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, but my family, my dad's side of the family was always like that. Like yeah. you know, my grandfather was self-employed in the fifties. He had contracts and had 16, 18 people working for him, you know? So yeah. it just, you know, it's important that you, that's why when you look at Rich Dad's book, the whole title of the book is what wealthy people teach their kids that the poor and middle-class don't. Yes. I love that. Never thought about it that. Yeah. That's the whole book. Yeah. Right. And yeah. see, so, and uh, that's what they're teaching their children that they're, 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 they're children. not that other people aren't learning because you're not going to learn in school. So no, when no, start at home. Yeah, exactly. And, two, and they uh, teach them principles. Yeah. That, like yeah. You, you said before, they're, they're teaching them guiding principles that as so they my go out. big picture is I got it. See, because if you don't know it, you can't teach it to your kids. Yeah. So I feel like I have a bigger responsibility yes. to teach because, see, I'm a, I consider myself a even though I implement, you know, and, and there's services that I do and. And uh, but I'm a financial educator because I believe what you know today will determine where you'll be at 10 years from today or or, or less. Right. Yeah. But the root of the Latin root of educate is a do say. Right. Yes. Which means to draw out. So education is not about stuffing a bunch of facts in. So when I meet with people. I'm uh, you know, I'll ask stuff like, well, how many people do you think inherited their off the Forbes inherited? their money and they'll say something like 40 percent 50 percent because yeah. i know that i know their philosophy right? yeah. so, no, it's or like 8%. more like or more right? they How think like million? yeah like 80 90 percent right. right and so it's like no it's eight percent so if there's only eight percent well how did they get there well they had to work and earn most of them had a business right yep and uh and then they had to save so now is have i said anything that you can't do so, so I have to break up their paradigm yes. a little bit, but you do that with questions, right? You can't yeah. you know, attack yeah. people or, or just yeah. talk at them. Do you, you think that wealthy people it. are inherently smarter, that they're inherently somehow better people? Well, no, I agree. They're not. Trust me. I know this. In fact, there's right. a lot of very, very wealthy people that are not smart at all. So then, right. wait, then there's nothing that they can't do that you can, and it's not because it was given to them. So then- what did they do that was right? And what are you not doing? Yes. That's the question. And, and, and I like to frame stuff like that. And I just stop talking. Yeah. Now. Yeah, exactly. Now you answer that. <laughs> Tell me. And I make them answer. And usually when I'm talking to people, I have like a sheet of paper out, like on the computer and I'm typing up their answers. Yes. Of what they think their answers are you know so you can show and them so it's fascinating just to 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 get people that what i call we call empty their bucket because they realize yes. you know you got a lot of false beliefs lot of false beliefs a lot of limiting and so beliefs. i'll give you all like inside baseball of how i how i work with people but that's that's kind of what you do so it's really not about like products are last right it's yes yeah. you know i'm in the financial world. i do insurance and other stuff but yeah. they're they're those are tactics yeah. a tactic is a product that you buy but the tactics or the products we use are result of the principles that we teach. And so the products have to match the principles. Yes. Certainty, guarantees, 
not losing money. So there's, you know, there's only yeah. certain things that do that. So, and that's how we pick the products that we use that and products are just tools of implementation. Yes. I love that. That's all they are. All they are. So tools, you know, it's all, you know, it mentioned, we talk about money for, I mean, it's, all, we, we only had like the, how do money works and, and five principles, right? Yeah. <laughs> like an hour, but I yeah. love this. This is a blast. No, me too, man. <laughs> me too. Well, where, dude, where can people go to follow you, follow you, learn more your podcast? Cause you're just, this is, I love your philosophy on life. It's more people need to have it. Your principle based, your guidance, like it's awesome, man. Seriously. Um, where can people Thank go you. to find you? Well, if you want to find out more about the madness that is Curtis, <laughs> so, <laughs> the first best place to go is, is to check out the practical wealth show. So, you know, iTunes, wherever you listen, check out the podcast. We'll put those links um, in too. Yeah. Or IG less on that, but you can find me and, you know, my link tree and, you know, I have a YouTube channel that's um, uh, where I do a lot of like screen educational stuff where a lot of it's visual. So you can yeah. show people, you know, about different stuff that I'll put, you know, put on there lives that will do. And, you know, if you, if you uh, hear something that intrigues, I got to talk to this guy, you can just go to my website, practicalwealthadvisor.com. And just, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a thing on this as a plot of work with courtesy and we schedule a time to talk and we'll just, you know, see what you're doing and could, could you be more efficient? Because see, most people think the key to growing their money is investing and, yeah. you know, finding better products that pay a higher rate of return. See, I take the complete, you have to create efficiency first. You got to yeah. stop giving money away, you know, manage yes. your cash flow, lower your taxes, you know, learn how stuff works. So you, you have leaks in their personal economy. So Curtis is the whole plugger guy, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and if you, if I, I have a gift for him, if you'll, if you don't mind me sharing, not at all. I have a report it's called, uh, the value of liquidity. So it's basically about principle four. Yes. And they can get that report. If they, let me make sure I got the thing right. If they text <laughs> be the bank, <laughs> to five five four 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 okay and then i'll they'll send them out the report also put you on our, our mailing list and you know we do webinars and you know put out cool things to our email list but uh that's what we do so if you if you like that check it out and um you know we keep this you know this conversation about money because you build a nation or a community from the bottom up, not from yes. the top down. Yes. Like most of us think economics is central planning, but when you look at like Austrians, you know, he calls, uh, uh, it's, it's a, I haven't gotten through the book yet, but human action. So economics is really more philosophy than science, right? Yes, absolutely. It's not a science. It's each of us, right? It's not a science. They want to make it a science. Yes. But you can't, it's you and I out making our decisions at the grassroots levels is mm -hmm. where the comic comes from, not 12 it spurs people in the room. organically. Right. Yes. And so you've got to know that, but again, you can control your personal economy. So I try to get people to think like that. So if you're listening to our stuff, that's, that's what we do. And then we just try to put people out in front of you that will give you, you know, and so when I talk to people, some of this, I, I like to get the, the, uh, what's the word, their principles out. Yeah. Like what are the successfully clues? What did they do? Well, okay, see what they did here. They did this and they did this because I'm trying to move the point, make the point investing is about, or business is about becoming, not buying. Yes. So they've all become yes. in the being, then yes. doing, then having. And see, so everybody just wants to do and have, but they don't want to become. Yeah. 
I love that. And that's, yeah, that's, a, that's my, so that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Hey, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on everybody. You can follow those links and check them out. Curtis, this was awesome. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was awesome. We'll talk soon.